This is a production of 1217 Media. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Do me a favor, everybody, please subscribe to the podcast, leave some likes, let me know what you think. Also, man, hit the, hit the website, man. I got some dope all corn gear, as you can see. Man, this is the movement. We stay applying pressure this year, man. Um, shout out to the boys. Take care of business. Um, doing good right now in that swag. We're trying to make a run, right? So it's, it's our time again. Um, again, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let me get this intro, and I'm going to take my time. So I'm going to do my guest, uh, her due diligence, and make sure I get this right. All right. So, um... In the heart of Mississippi, um, my guest culinary um, journey began at age 10 years old with an apron and a dream in her heart. She crafted her debut masterpiece, fried chicken, boxed macaroni and cheese, and canned, canned green beans. The humble creation marked the start of her journey the world grace, I'm sorry, that would grace the world wide. Um, guided by her grandmother's wisdom, memories of approving, approving now propelled her toward culinary stardom. She did not just create dishes, she crafted dishes narrative etched in dinners memories she could um she has produced a product of alcorn state and let me get this right if i get it wrong i'm sorry is it augustine august august escoffier augusta escoffier curriculums right um her visions transcended geographically envisioned gracing stages worldwide her name whispered by enthusiast enthusiasts her creations bridge and cultures becoming a recognized culinary luminary also aspirations ripple across generations of legacy um, I'm sorry, prosperity, cooking promises a future endured in her uh, labor feuds, legacy, em- legacy embraced by descendants. Also, in her world, every dish tells a story of love, purpose, and Southern essence. Um, ingredients carrying profound meaning woven into her creations, her culinary philosophy um, through every plate, every bit of in- in- innovation to savor her passion. Um, and I'm gonna really get more into depth, but also she's a proud graduate of the Alcorn State University, class of 05. Um, definitely a world-renowned chef in the making, already there present, and that's what she does. Chef Ray Nisha, how are you doing today? I am wonderful, and I hate you had to read all that, but my manager is impeccable with his write-up, so. <laughs> no, so hey, you deserve that, and I definitely got a little bit more to go in there, but I'm gonna put out all the bio information, but um, thanks for taking time out your day. To sit and have a conversation with me. Um, appreciate you. I say, as we say back in, in Auckland classmate, <laughs> you know, during that time uh, at the yard together. But um, let's go before Alcorn, though. Let's let people see, who, I who see this. My- oh, yeah, I see you got the, I got the nice fresh beanie on, you know. Definitely got it. We all got to stay repping, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's got to. You oh. got to go and put my shot in. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always. <laughs> um, originally from Columbia. Yeah, Foxworth. Foxworth. Okay, Foxworth. From mm-hmm. all points, geographically, less people who may not know know how far is that distance traveled from the, from that from where you went to college at and where you grew up at. Um, about two and a half hours. Um, half hours. We're thirty minutes from Hattiesburg, um, but you know, going to Alcorn, you know, you have to go through Brookhaven and hit Red Lick and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you got to know what you got to know what you know. So we go, we go eighty four to ninety eight, ninety eight to sixty one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta like know it. You know, know them highways. Um, gotta know them highways. Um, so starting in Columbia, um, my mother's mother, um, her and her sister, they always cooked for people, so they had restaurants, right? Like, um, and it was kind of like juke joints too. You feel what I'm saying? But they cook food in there and. It was just my grandmother and her sister always, like, anybody around here knew about Miss Neat and Miss Irene. Neat was my grandmother. Um, so it was one of them, it's in your DNA, like, 
it, it, it had almost become a running joke. Like, if you want to miss Neat's products and you can't cook, like, are you really kin to us? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, but it's it's a lot of us, right? Um, my grandmother had 10 children. My mom was one of them. Um, and out of all those 10, nobody did anything culinary, but they can cook. You see what I'm saying? Like, the boys can bake and the girls can cook. I know that's crazy, but, like, all my uncles can bake. You see what I'm saying? My mom and her sisters, they can cook and they can bake, but it's just like the girls are the cooks and the boys are the bakers. So... That was another thing that really fueled me, like, dang, Big Mama had all this going on and none of y'all have started a business, you know? Mm. So, um, again, like me just cooking and then got on the yard, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people that literally stayed on any floor I stayed on would tell you, you always smell something coming out of my room. Like, I was one of those people, and you'll know where I'm going with this, like, other people get different setups for their rooms, right? I got my mom and them out there giving me like pressure cookers and <laughs> crock pots. You know what I'm saying? So like I literally had a whole bin right. in my room, especially in new women's. Like I had a whole bin where it was like a waffle maker, uh, a rice cooker, an electric skillet, like that type of stuff. So I was always cooking. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm the type that'll go getting ready to walk to the math and science building. I'm putting on a pot of red beans. So when I get out of my two classes, by 10, 11 o'clock, them beans, you know what I'm right. saying? But I've been doing this, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and it's just, you know, after working in the pharmacy and stuff, like I was a biology major, so that's like a whole different dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. um, worked in the pharmacy for a few years and it was like, it was always, hey, can you make this for me? Can you make that for me? Can I pay you to do this? So um, at the time I was married. And so he was like, well, you got all these people keep asking you to do stuff. Why don't you like make some money? I'm like, you know what? I am fulfilled more when I'm cooking, right? So. Mm -hmm. Then it just went on. It was like, dang, people taking notice of you. Maybe you should try culinary school. So that's how I ended up at August Escoffier. Um, turned my kitchen face into a classroom. Um, it's an online program, a great program. So anybody who feel like, yeah, I got to plug that too. But anybody that feel like, you know, you may not have time, mm -hmm. there's literally online culinary programs where it's like same way we on Zoom. You'll be on Zoom with your instructors. They're watching you do it. The only difference is they can't uh, test your, your, like your flavors, you know, when it's time right. to do flavors palette type stuff so with that you have to find a culinary program that you know would do you know like some some collaboration so they could grade it you know or judge it for them and then they submit it so i said at the say um i ended up going to culinary school online um fresh out of culinary school first job ip casino fine dining italian restaurant like literally like it was like i i would honestly say my life the theme of it, if I was to write a book, it would literally be, I can't make this up. Like, it's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that has happened to me that I literally cannot make this up. Like, you don't get opportunities like this, you know. Um, so, it's just, it, 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 it started and here I am, 10 years later, y'all watching me on TV. So, I mean, to say dreams don't come true would literally be a lie. I'm serious. So. Yeah, that's that's that that's definitely dope as we see, especially you know where we all came from, where we started, where we spent time together at, right? Like, like I said, you can't make it up where was going on. You on, cannot you know, make it up. Go through on the yard, or even before this though, you talked about the family. That's a big family, right? So, just how much um, bonding time was it in the kitchen for you guys? As far as like they said, the, the men baking, like was it like competition baking, cooking, or we like just not we finna eat good all the time because everybody. It's like we finna eat good all the time. It's like. You know how, like, my grandma used to always have this saying. She was like, well, I'm not going to grade my own paper. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So it would always be, like, a lot of paper grading, you know, like, yeah, go and get you a piece of that cake over there. It's hitting, you know, or, hey, taste my dressing. Mm -hmm. You're going to love that. You know, it's like, it's always been like that for us. So 
it's always been when you know it's a family event, you know you finna eat good, you know. So I mean, but out of all of that, um, it's always been the I wouldn't say a negative competition, but it's always the need to make each other better. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like I may make my first dressing or something. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna critique it down. They're not gonna say it's nasty or nothing like that. Right. They're gonna be like, oh, you could have added this and you could have added that, but that pushes you, that motivates you, like, okay, mm -hmm. next event my stuff going to be hitting. You see what I'm saying? So it was always that competitive nature in my family, like the need to be great because we got a lot of successful Alkanites. Like we got nurse practitioners, mm -hmm. you know, we have attorneys, like we got a lot of successful people, but we didn't have anybody successful in culinary to have such yeah. a family legacy as far as food. We didn't have anybody doing that. So for me to put that on my shoulders and put that on my back is like probably one of the most amazing and most humbling moments like in my life to be like, Dang, she the one who did something with this food stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 gotta be definitely dope too, cause that's it's a, everybody everybody eat everybody eat food, you know everybody eat. everybody eat food. And if you can make all kind of food dishes, you put yourself out there. And again, like I said, coming from where you come from, it's like oh, and it's okay. She's not just making you're not making up anything. You've been doing this for a long time, but your family been doing it for a long time too, which also helps. Um, which is definitely it definitely dope. And I would say like iron iron sharpen iron, right? Y'all was just making each other better. We just we getting these we reps do. in. We getting these reps in. We're gonna critique each other, we're gonna make each other better. So we make sure our dishes is, is, is great, which I think is, is super dope. Um you talked a little bit about being a biology major though. So was that something early on in school that was something that was really peaking your brain or you was interested in that or how was it, how did you come about that? Well honestly, um I went through this phase of I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um and when I got to Alcorn and they taught me like biology was such a broad major, like it's so many different careers you can have with biology. Mm. It kind of started making me really think about my life. Like at first I was going to be an OBGYN, right? But then I was like, well, dang, I got to go to medical school and I don't really do dead bodies. And I know we probably going to have to, you know what I'm saying? Do some anatomy, mm. you feel me? So that switched me around and it was like, okay, I can do this program and I can go to Ole Miss Pharmacy School. Okay, I'm going to be a pharmacist, you know. <clears throat> but it was like, you know, once I really, I, I was working in the pharmacy to make money, right, as a pharmacy technician. While I was doing my business at Alcorn, I was also doing things at Jones, you know what I'm saying, to secure my certification for pharmacy technician because I, I was on a mission. I had to get some money. You know how it is as a college student? We broke. Get through it. So, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we broke. So it was like, okay, well, I can do this to help me, you know, get by in life. And I got in there and I started liking it, you know, and then it's just, you come to a point in life where you do things, but then you become unfulfilled. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, and nothing fulfills me more than feeding people. Like, seriously, like, it's like I'm at peace if I got a skillet in my hand or, you know, mm -hmm. once I turn that fire on or something. So it was just, you know, Alcorn was the foundation, true enough. I mean, I come from an Alcanite family. So, like, we we produce more Alcanites out of both sides of my family. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as I go. So it's like, it was inevitable to go to Alcorn, but now looking back over it, if I would have had the opportunities that a lot of these children have now, I doubt I probably would have went to Alcorn because I wanted to do culinary so bad. Mm -hmm. Now I would love for our beloved school to get a culinary program and I would be happy to come out there and assist. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's one of the things we really need to add, you know, when we go in those meetings, like let's get mm -hmm. these kids some food and beverage degrees. Let's get these kids some restaurant management degrees because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, and you understand where I'm coming from. During our time period, it was like, hey, you know, educator, um, yep, athlete, yep. Um, music major, yeah, 
you know, ag major. So we didn't have a a, a, a broad spectrum of things sure. to choose from. You know what I'm saying? And then, mm -hmm. especially with that mm -hmm. being an agriculture school and a nursing school, of course, we're going to focus more on those programs. So it's basically out there, you know, you, you get what you like, right. complete it, go ahead. But I really would love to see Alcorn with a good culinary program yeah. like Mississippi Women's, you know, those type of universities. Like, I would love to see our school yeah. have that. Like I said again, I would come help. Yeah, that's the evolution. I could. I mean, it's, it's needed, though, right now to be successful and to flourish because, I mean, that's it's business opportunity from that. People can yes. start their own business. They can work together. They can network. You can grow the businesses like that. You can grow, I mean, ag and food go together, right? Like, it really does. It goes together. Because I'm, so. I'm farm to table. That's my whole thing. Like, I don't like frozen foods. I don't mm -hmm. like canned stuff. So, of course, mm -hmm. somebody like me and an ag major, we would need to collaborate because, hey, go. let's figure out how to get these uh, sustainable foods out here. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Let's show these people how, you know, we could take, you know, funny thing, we're talking about ag, right? I had somebody yeah. ask me, that, um, do y'all really have animals and stuff out there on the farm? I'm like, well, first of all, it's an agricultural school. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you're going to have animals out there because it's going right. to be a farm environment. It's an agricultural school. I said, let me tell you something. That's some of the best chicken I ever had. Hmm. See, I knew you were going to feel me. That's some of the best chicken I ever had. That's you ain't some missing of the that. Milk. You ain't missing <laughs> some that of the freshest all. milk I've ever eaten with my cereal. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm proud that my school has a dairy. Of course, right. I'm proud that my school has a poultry because mm. we were introduced to farm the table. You know how many people that didn't grow up like that? Like we grew up like that because we're from the country. So mm -hmm. our grandparents had hogs and chickens and stuff like that. So we got mm. that fresh food. It's a lot of children that that weren't exposed to that. But coming oh, to Alcorn being an agricultural school, okay, now you know what fresh chicken tastes like. You know what There's I'm saying? Now you know what There's fresh milk tastes like. Now you know where the cheese come from or some of the veggies and stuff. So to me, that's a proud legacy for us to stand on. Like, hey, sure. a lot of these people come out here and get experiences that they've never had. They joke about the plantation. They mm. joke about the farm. But I've met a lot of people who did not know about that country life that that's probably the best thing ever happened to them. True. Very true. And, you know, and I, I gotta put in perspective, that. that's why I said the meals taste different. Certain meals, you knew you knew. You knew the meals certain day. You better be there. It's gonna be fire. Fresh off that thing, you better get there while it's hot. Cause it ain't gonna be Man, Wednesdays. We ain't finna act like we don't know. Wednesdays. <laughs> you, you there on time early. Better know somebody. Get up there and don't miss it. That's and see, up. these children have a better experience than us. Like Chicken Wednesday is a whole situation now. Like for it, us, it, it was just get to the calf and get in line because right. you know that chicken finna be fresh and everybody finna be trying to get some. Right. Now it's like a whole event. Like I just be so proud for these babies. Like, right. man, looking back 20 years later, like y'all got so many opportunities as y'all are really taking for granted like no. we wish we had this kind of stuff like we had to go to the six and seven floor of our dorms to use our cell phone cell phone service now y'all got <laughs> see see how old we are yeah now y'all got this you know boop, 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 yeah. you know or um, y'all got pizza huts and stuff like that out there no we had Man, the corral and it. cj's and wingos and mm -hmm. the subs so if and if you didn't get to them before they closed you were starving. And if that was it, you better take that extra meal home. I'm buying two now or eating half of it. Man, listen. <laughs> 11 o'clock is over. Then I can't get no food. I'm hungry. You through. <laughs> and if you didn't yep. have a car, you showed enough through. You better have some groceries uh, in your room or it's over with. See, sure. now they like, got like DoorDash and everything. all kind of stuff they can do now. I be so jealous of each other. I'm like, let me just go see if <laughs> I can go find some aid or something. <laughs> <laughs> got some more, some more, some more aid somewhere. Um. Yeah, we're talking about the times on the yard right now. Anyway, though, just for you, even though it comes from a legacy, your family and stuff. But how how uh, impactful was that just for you 
overall as a person though the relationships you built the the activities you went to just how overall did that shape you to who you are right now well i would start where i first got shaped right um i graduated from high school may 25th i was at alcorn moving in burris on the 28th <laughs> so let's just start there like i went head first but um alcorn did so much for me that it's like i i have to formulate the words like for one you know you don't know how tough you are until you're a freshman on the yard and you're trying to find your way and the very first event that happens to you you see somebody get murdered mm. you know it was it was mm. you know and and i'm one of those people i like to give people their flowers shout mm. out to jacelsey's family rest in peace jacelsey you know what i'm saying it's been 20 years but hey we still ain't forgot, you know what I'm saying? To the point, mm -hmm. I can still see from, you know, and I'm not gonna get vivid in details, but I can mm -hmm. just still see the event, you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that right there was the beginning for me. Like, you know, nobody's safe. We're at school having a good time, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And look how easy all that could end. So that right there began to mold me into who I was, you know what I'm saying? And then having somebody like Samuel Griffin push you to be somebody that you never thought you could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was pretty much forced to be in the band. Um, I was not gonna get in the band. I was in band all that time in school and it was like, I just wanna enjoy school. I don't wanna have to worry about all these practices and all that, but some kind of way my mom and my auntie got in touch with Samuel Griffin. Samuel Griffin stopped me one day on, on campus. Now mind you, this is summer school. Yeah. Uh, he was like, hey, when you go home, bring your horn back. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like. How you even know who I am? Like, I know who you are, but how do you know me? And he was like, like I said, go home and get your horn. So I'm like, what are you talking about? So he was like, I, okay, well, come to my office. So I came to his office. <laughs> he was like, when you go home, I need you to come back with your horn. Why I need to do that? Because you're going to be in the band. <laughs> like, well, I mean, you know, yeah, you're going to audition. Like, this is how you tell you, like, yeah, you're going to audition. And I already talked to your mom and them. Yeah, so go home and get your horn. And from there, I was a member of the Sounds of Dynamite marching band. You know what I'm saying? So it was like all those things at Alcorn. But you, I don't know about anybody else's school, but I just don't feel like you would get that kind of love that we received at Alcorn, like Dr. Barnes. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for Dr. Emmanuel Barnes. I, God bubble wrap him. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, people like Miss Karaoke, Dr. Sizemore, like, mm -hmm. you know, Miss Jackson, like all these people, Miss Vagwa, like all these people, I can just <laughs> right. See, you already know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dr. Stewart, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, God rest um, Dr. Troy that, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. passed away on his motors. Like, these are people that shaped me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, man, Miss Healy, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, all these people. Like, yeah, it's all, it, makes, it makes it more just able to come back or come to, even for me, like, so my family's from Natchez, right? So, but I went down there, I didn't go on a visit, I just, my auntie drove me down there, you know what I'm saying? My twin was at uh, Alabama at the time, so she was in Huntsville doing her thing. But I'm like, my grandparents is close, I'm gonna go down here, I'm trying to hoop, whatever, whatever. And I was like, damn. That first two weeks, I was like, this is not California. I've been in Natchez <laughs> all, all back and forth all my life. I've been in Natchez all my life, spent summers down there, but I was like, I'm older now, I'm like, the resources, I'm like, man, it's up. But it was just like, after that first two weeks, again, I met my best friend out there to this day, Terry, to the Lord, my dog, man. Hey, he had the car, I was like, cool, I got somebody with a car, at least I can get to Natchez, get to Walmart. Other night, yes. he's like, dog, I got you, you know what I mean? And he knows some people from my family. So I was like, you know what? Okay, then I, I think we had a homecoming or a game. I was like, no, y'all ain't going home. I'm like, this different. I'm like, this different, y'all. I told my boys, y'all better get down here. I'm trying, y'all better come visit because 
it's different down here, dog. They, I woke up next morning, the whole campus was full homecoming. I said, this was, I don't know what happened, where they came from, but they appeared. But it was like going through them times, right? You know, good, bad struggles, helping each other out, supporting, being there for each people, you know, who took losses or had, you know, had struggles. It was like, it just made everybody that much closer. Like, it wasn't mm -hmm. just, we really, it's, it's really survival. We were really out there trying to survive. I don't care what nobody say. And we were trying there. to be True that we did because it's been we so did. many, like you said, so many things that has gone on, or or actually, and also you said I, I like how you shouted out though people with the accomplishment. It's so many people from our school alone who are doctors, lawyers, teachers, got their businesses doing culinary, and I'm like, wait a minute. And even me being on the West Coast, that's why you're more so now with this platform. I'm like, no, I got to highlight my people out here in Cali. They are gonna see it out here. I'm like, I, it's so many people. They're like JT. Oh yes, we all went to the same school. These people are doctors, yeah. lawyers. They doing businesses. They got big bunny. They doing this. They but once that we was right there. Actress, <laughs> actresses, musicians, athletes, everything. Like. athletes, everything. You know, I'm like, you know, and some people. It's not that's the mainstream too either. I said people are creeping up there now because social media we get more publicity. But it's like people y'all don't know about who went to Alcorn. Yes, who from that campus, who took classes, who played sports. Like, oh, he went to Alcorn. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all give us our give us our love too. But that's give us our love. love. Got to give us our props. Um, and we are the best kept oh. secret because everybody thinks you know like. Jackson State and all the time. Grambling and Southern and Alabama State, all them kind of people produce everything when it's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We move in silence, but we there. Yeah. We, we touching a lot of stuff. I like that. And then we, we just pop silence. out. Like, I mean, yep. to even be on that show and uh, to have somebody from Jackson State, mm. I competed against her. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, that was the first thing, you know, we were talking and she was like, you from Mississippi? You know, I got people down there. I went to school down there. And I'm like, mm -hmm. where you go to school at? And she was like, Jackson State. I was like, uh. she was like, what? I said, oh, baby, I'll, I'll proud all can I hear. Oh, my God. I don't know why I felt that way. Da, da, da. And I was, it, was just, it was just like we bonded from there because mm -hmm. everybody on set looking at us like what they talking about. And I'm like, this they is like one of the, 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 the rivalries right here. Like, this is something where families get divided. Like, you got Jacksonians <laughs> and you got all Knights, And it's like in November. Yeah. We do this. Any mm -hmm. other time, like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? November. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they didn't understand it, but it's like that's that HBCU culture. Like those mm -hmm. are things that bring us together, and those are core values that I'm so glad mm -hmm. that Alcorn taught us. Like you know what I'm saying? Alcorn taught us how to really be humble, like help each other. Like you just said, that's mm -hmm. the reason why I'm best friends with a lot of people to this day because we were there for each other when nobody was you see what i'm saying yep. like i made so many lasting and lucrative partnerships and friendships and relationships at Alcorn. like to this day these are people that i can't see myself living without yep. you know what i'm saying like they gonna most definitely get them yellow roses from me if something was to happen you feel yeah. what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i'm very very grateful for that i'm very yeah, I grateful for that. i feel that you, you 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 said it right right there for sure that's it's it's something that if you ain't now in this aspect i know we say hbcu you can make it anywhere but if you went to Alcorn, you just know it's different no ifs, ands, buts about it. It's just different. I can't explain it all. I can try, but it's internal. I'll say that. It's internal. It ain't just the out, nah, not just the shirt we're wearing or whatever, the, the gear. It's an internal thing from the from the what the, the golden age, the people, the people getting their 50, whatever years, whatever, to the ones that just graduate, the ones who are already there. It's just different. It's just different. It's different. And I think and it's the isolation. I think it's the teaching us to survive. You know what I'm all saying? All we got is us. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's all we got. Out there. Something happened. Um, we all we got, you know what I'm saying? We we out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I just felt like it was always the isolation, like it taught us how to stand alone because we were put out there alone, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And 
it, you may as well say like in this box because we're our own little zone out there. Like yes. Alcon is our own entity in itself. So yeah. if you can survive out there, you can survive anywhere. Yep, that's that's big facts. Seriously. That's, that's, that, I know that for sure. Um, yeah. I want to get into the culinary process a little bit because um, okay. that could be a skit. I mean, outside of you having already kind of like a background, which helps you, but some people, that could be a little scary thing to get into knowing that I want to try to get one being a female, being a black female, but also knowing that, okay, this is, you got to be, you got to take constructive criticism on stuff that you want people to enjoy, right? How did you, how do you handle that part of just, meals and tastings and stuff like that how did you and how do you what is your vision if you don't mind sharing a little bit of how you kind of go about it because i'm sure you have some great 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 results some of you like i know i did well but they gave me the bottom of the scale whatever um well i would say i start with the 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 worst part first like being on the show my signature dish right everybody loves my shrimp and grits right so for me to showcase my shrimp and grits to gordon he tell me oh the grits are slightly undercooked it was like, like really, you know what I'm saying? But the good that came from it was he never said they was nasty. Like that was his main comment. He was like, oh, the flavor is there. But I had to understand our ways of cooking. Like, okay, prime example, you, you got some Southern roots, so you've eaten grits. I know a lot in your life. For us, we don't want our grits too mushy, but we don't want our grits hard. So they got to be right there where you got a little, you know, eh, but at the same time, it'll match on down. See, for somebody like Gordon, they come from like porridges and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. those got to be a little bit more soft than what we're used to. So I had to take that into consideration. It's not that he was saying I couldn't cook or the meal wasn't executed properly. It's just they have their different tastes and we have our different tastes. See, somebody like right. us would eat that like, ooh. You know what I'm saying? Fine. Got that nice thickness, that lump. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Got a little chew mm -hmm. to it. You know, because we got to have a little chew with these with these mm -hmm. shrimp and this tasso pork. But for them, like I said, they come from like a porridge type. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like that 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 wasn't the texture for him. Right. Um. As far as with me, I'm I'm always focused on if it tastes good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I can do the plating and stuff, but I don't focus so much on it. You know, and a lot of people in this industry with me just be like, oh man, Renisha, you know. But I'm like. I know people eat with their eyes, but I'm not one of them finna be there like with the tweezers and the, you know, and the mm. mirror on the plate and the, uh, you know what I'm saying? All that extra razzle dazzle. No, but it's gonna taste good. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be cooked right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when I say eat with your eyes, you're gonna look at that plate and it ain't gonna look like slop. Mm -hmm. You ain't gonna look at that plate and be like, this is like throw up or something. You know what I'm saying? This look gross. So my style is, it's all about the flavor. Like it gotta taste good. Like I said, I don't care if it, you know, it might your food might be touching a little bit or something like that. But when you eat it, it's, you're going to be like, man, let me get some more of this. And I don't care if my food touch. You see what I'm saying? Like, my mission is to, number one, feed Mississippi and then feed the world. Mm. Once I can get to where I've had my whole state taste my food, because here's the thing. And I know you're from California, but you got people from here. So you understand where I'm going with this. It really gets disheartening and aggravating when you constantly hear people say, you have to move out of Mississippi. You got to leave Mississippi. You got to mm. leave Mississippi. You really don't. See, you're in Cali because that's where you're from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not that you said, oh, well, I'm going to go down here and get this degree and I'm going to run to Cali. No, mm -hmm. that's where you were born and raised, so Cali right. is what you know. Yeah, right. you got people in Mississippi, but Mississippi is not your base. You see what I'm saying? Right. Somebody like me, Mississippi is my base. So right. me running and moving to California would be, oh, you running away from Mississippi. So True. that's the whole mission for me. Until yeah. we can make be the change that we want to see, 
we got to stop complaining about that. We got to yeah. stop saying you got to leave out of Mississippi when you can make it right here. Like you said, we 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 stood against some some giants at that school. Like mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. lawyers now, they're mm -hmm. doctors now, they're successful business moguls. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So with all those resources, why oh. we can't pull together? And y'all yeah. could just, you know, dump in on the back end. You don't have to come back here so if you feel like you don't want to come back. I was going to get there, too, especially right now, right? And again, the one thing we have seen, the advancement of this type of technology. So I can mm -hmm. be here and still promote what you got going on or whoever my resources. I know somebody from down there going to be watching or some of my people going to watch this. And they're not tapped into culinary, but now we're going to be tapped in because we can mm -hmm. help down there get it. And that's one thing I will say right now about the platform I like and love because, man, and I know I went to homecoming. And again, you, you've been on interviews. I've been on... You don't get to see people who maybe like or leave comments. I mean, they leave comments with like buttons, but to see, physically see people go, "Hey, man, I see what you're doing. I'm watching your mm -hmm. show. I'm connect. I'm like, oh man, you really tapped in. Okay, so now I know you're watching. Them, but now I'm gonna give it to you. Look, I'm gonna try to hold you accountable too. Look, hey, we got something going on in Mississippi. I need y'all show up. Or we yeah. got somebody out here doing this. I need to support her because I mean, that's how I know. For me, I can help you reach your goal, even though I'm out here. You want to feed? I want to feed. That's 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 home. That's home too, right? But now it's like, oh, I can get some resources out this way. Or what I can do? Let's send it back. Or let's push it back. Or how can I connect? To get her on a bigger scale, get her opportunity to do something bigger for her for her city, for her state. I'm like, why not? It's not a it's not a can't do no more. It's not just a phone call because you got no. We can visually connect. We can send Literally. stuff now. It's you know, it's multiple ways for us to do that. But it's also I love the way that thinking is because I feel you may can you can you could leave if you wanted to, but it also depends on it takes a, a special somebody to stick it out and stay though too. So I would right. say that like hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta be willing to you know buckle down, set ten toes down, take the criticism, but also know what you wanna do, what you're trying to achieve. Right. You say you wanna feed your city, you wanna feed your state. I'm like, okay, everybody's saying that. And for me, I gotta respect that. I think that's super dope. And that's super that that takes some guts, but also knowing that resources immediately may be limited, but you know, you think a big picture. I'm gonna use my outer ones to bring them in. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's definitely super dope. So I'm definitely, I, I definitely feel that. And for those who may not know, let's talk about the show. We're talking about, I mean, give a little information about the show a little bit in general. People may be like, what, what show am I on? We'll be right back with more 94 Feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sargent Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best. Change the world. Get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sargentbranding.com. Vicky Cakes Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at vickycakesonline.com. And now back to the show. They gonna know. Before oh I'm well, we are talking about Hell's Kitchen. Um, I'm on season 22. Um, still there. It's hilarious. Like I gotta say this since you said about comments. We knew that you know people were gonna receive the show how they received the show, but I never thought in a million years that I would literally have strangers <laughs> discussing me like from examining me like breaking me down like a fraction and you could easily get your feelings hurt mm. excuse me because some of the, the comments i've read about me just like oh my god you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. that's how you really feel but you have to remember these people are judging you off edited clips you know what i'm saying like a lot of the stuff that they're seeing it was put together not saying that's not who i am 
-hmm. but it's just a lot of the situations that y'all are seeing they're taking those bits and pieces and piecing it together so i'm being judged off some edited clips and it like i said it's one of those you could easily get your heart broken but i had to sit back and remember okay renisha these people are watching you on their devices they're watching you from home how could you get upset about somebody who's not doing something that you're doing they're critiquing you and telling you what you should and should not be doing but what are they doing they probably can't make it nothing can't scramble nothing. you see what i'm saying so nothing. it's like you like i had one of my castmates um she received a message somebody told her to unalive herself mm -hmm. told her to jump off a building and unalive herself because she's garbage on that show mm -hmm. and she got upset and i'm like first of all have you realized that these are people that for one you don't know what they look like you know fake profiles of course mm -hmm. um then this is somebody that's telling you they're watching you you're not watching them they're watching you so don't take but but the thing about it is if you've never like had that type of stuff happen like us we'll joke with each other like man kill yourself you know what i'm saying like she's 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 from switzerland so the language barrier is still kind of you know her english so for her to see something like that, of hey, course you're gonna take it serious. You're like, these people want me to kill myself. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But for us, it's like, child, please. Mm -hmm. Do you really think I'm gonna climb up to the top of a building and jump off because you said so? Because mm -hmm. of what you said about me? Please. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's that language barrier. It's people who have never been in this situation before. Like I've had slander campaigns on social media before I even got on TV. So I'm used mm -hmm. to people making fake pages and saying different things about me and doing different things to me you know what i'm saying a lot of people not used to that so i would say that's probably like the biggest thing being on this show is that mm -hmm. i have thousands and millions of strangers that have an opinion of me that i'll probably never meet in life mm -hmm. um they'll probably never meet gordon you see what i'm saying but true they have such an opinion about it so you have to take that in like baby remember where you at you know what i'm saying like you've met somebody that people can't even pay to stand next to him you nope. know what i'm saying because of what he's charging or his restaurants you're coming to restaurants thinking you're gonna see him and he probably clean across the country you see what i'm saying sure. but he's still getting your money you're gonna eat at his restaurant <laughs> but he's not there you see what i'm saying so i just feel like that sets us apart in a, uh, by a long shot because this is somebody i've grew up watching like mm. to be on season 22 and i watched all 21 seasons literally from 1 to 21 wow. and to be on 22 like i could never let any negativity get me down because hey i'm somewhere i never thought i would be yeah, like, i know this man's pedigree I, I know what what he's about and to have worked with him like worked for him that's crazy that's dope <laughs> what was that application process like when did you actually figure or try i'm gonna i don't know, like to jump in what, what was that process like huh i said go ahead ask away oh, yeah what, what was what was that like i mean because even to have one to get feel the confidence or feel like you can go do something like this i mean was it a financial burden to yourself hopefully it didn't throw you out of whack but i mean that's it's a big that's a big time dude that stuff is huge right like that's that's a big move you got to go all in you can't half ass that that type of move to do this right here what you're doing you what was that process like for you um so let's see it was um august 2021 um i'm just scrolling on twitter and um hell's kitchen fox posted say um now auditioning for hell's kitchen do you think you have what it takes to make hell's kitchen in my mind reading this first i'm like hell yeah <laughs> like seriously like i literally yeah. i'm like it's like in my phone i'm Confident. like hell yeah okay so 
they looked over at me, you know, my family was like, what you talking about? I said, I'm finna go do my audition video. They was like, what? I'm like, uh, it said, send in a, you know, self-recorded video. I'm finna go do that. So I went in the bathroom, you know, cause I have children, you know, and mm-hmm. they, <laughs> um, so I went in my bathroom and like, I think that's what got me picked was because I said it on, I was like, look, and this is how I, I was like, look, I'm in my bathroom. Um, I had to sneak in here because I got children and I'm raising a husband. Like, I never forget it. I'm like, I got children and I'm raising a husband. You know what I'm saying? I said, but I really think I have what it takes to make this show. You know, and when I got the call, it was like, is this real? Because he was like, so we like your authenticity. You know, you in the bathroom. So tell us more. I'm like, mm. so I was like, who is this? And he was like, you know, this is such and such from Casting Duo. So now I'm <laughs> Google search. I'm like, oh, this is a real company. Oh, mm-hmm. well, hey, sir, how are you? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, and it was just, I did that interview. I'm trying to pull it up, see if I can. I could look, I can show y'all a little bit. Um, because I did, I recorded myself. Go. Um, but, um, it was just like we did this whole interview process. I don't know if it'll come up. That's all good. This Real is fine. me interviewing. That was my, uh, my initial audition video, right? You go. Um, yeah, it's not coming up. You know how it's slowed it. I'm in the country. Um, let's see. There you go. Let's see if y'all can hear it. That's when I got picked. Look at your face. Look, and then they go to talk to specifics, but there y'all go. So, yeah. um, by that time, I had, let's see, the first one I showed y'all, I did that, that video, that Zoom. Then we had another audition, like we had to meet with some, you know, for the first audition was with the casting company, right? Mm-hmm. Second audition was with a few um, Fox representatives. And then that one I just showed y'all, that was the executive producers of Fox. Well, mm-hmm. of Hill's Kitchen from Fox. So it was like, once it had gotten to that point, it was like, oh, wow. Fox, exe- wait, you said executive producers, like. Mm-hmm. Like going right hands, like y'all are the show, and they like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it was like they asked me. They was like, you know, you know, and, and the question was, so why the hell do you want to be on Hell's Kitchen? I said because I'm tired of me. I said I'm tired of having this talent, mm-hmm. and nobody sees it, nobody knows it. You know, I said, and you know, bumping, bumping your head through life, like now it's time to make something out of yourself. I said, and then also representation matters. You know, I never forget, you know, I watched it so many times. I said, but representation matters. I said, you know, I don't see anybody that looks like me. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you name a, a, a chef, first name you're probably going to spit out is a Caucasian, right? You don't really have any chefs that look like us that are on the level of Gordon Ramsay and, and mm-hmm. Emma Degrassi and Paul Prudham. And see, I can spit their names out. You know what I'm saying? Even Paula Dean, Rachel Ray. Y'all know who these people are, but you don't know who Renisha is. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who Chef Dorian Hunter is. You don't know who Chef Keisha Zalikofer is. You don't know who Chef Sherman Kaisi is. See, I can name all these people that look like me. Mm-hmm. And majority of us are Mississippians that I just named, like Sherman, mm-hmm. he's an Alkite. You see what I'm saying? Keisha, she's a Jacksonian. But we're Mississippians. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're black chefs, but you don't really hear about a lot of us. So that was my main premise for even wanting to be on the show, because I'm like, well, for one, you don't see a lot of us on that show. And I got to say shout out to 
the the casting companies that casted us this year, this is the blackest cast Hell's Kitchen ever had. It was eight mm. of us. Mm. Usually on that show, it's maybe like two or three at a time. It was eight of us. So that was historic in itself because it's like, you know, you're so used to this looking like a Caucasian dominated field. And a lot of times mm. it is. You know what I'm saying? So for them to give all of us a chance like that was big in itself. So that was my main reason for wanting to be on there because I really want to be the black female Gordon Ramsay. Like I want to be standing up there. So when you mention my name or somebody else is doing an interview, they mention my name, you know, like mm -hmm. my inspiration is Chef Renisha, you know, that type of stuff. So that's what I'm doing this for, you know, and then I just want to be greater than myself. Like I want to be greater mm -hmm. than my parents. My parents showed me about hard work. My parents showed me how to make money, but my parents ain't never been famous. Mm -hmm. My parents ain't never been on TV. My parents have never chased their dreams because they were too busy doing what they were supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing for me to show people, like, don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Like, the only shot that's a bad shot is a shot not taken. Mm -hmm. You know, like they always say, no no question is, is a dumb question, but a question that's not asked. So if you don't try it, how would you know what you can do? You know, sure. if you if you don't if you don't put yourself out there, how would you know that you would succeed? So um that's the lesson that i learned in this like take a risk so like you said with the finance out like i had to leave my children for six weeks you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like i had to literally go and be isolated Sacrifice. like she didn't have phones Sacrifice. you know at one point they took our phones away so you know you couldn't we didn't mm -hmm. know what day it was sometimes we didn't know what time it was like because we were so involved in what we had going on and it's like they they you know put us out there to where that's all we were doing was the show. You see what I'm saying? That's all we were on was, you know what I'm saying, what we were supposed to do. So when I say, yes, a big sacrifice, and you hit it on the head, like that is really the main point of my life these days, sacrifices. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to put yourself out there. I mean, I realize like as long as I got a strong support system, I can go and do whatever. So like you said about putting the resources out there, hey, somebody want to book me to come to California mm -hmm. now? I know what to do. Now I have that support where, hey, okay, mm -hmm. I got to go make this money. You know, I got to go do this business, you know, help me with the children. Mm -hmm. So it's like all of the mm -hmm. <laughs> <Eat> mommy. <laughs> I'm doing an interview right now. Why are you knocking on my door? <laughs> Still got to do the job. Still got to do the job. They don't care. Do kids don't care. Like kids, they don't care. Like you could be like, I'm doing it's something very good. important. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so, yeah, authentic, right? Still got to be you, authentic, always. That's what's up for real. Um, outside of you feeding Mississippi, though, mm -hmm. what else is what? What's 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 goals for? What's what's end goal for you? What's like big picture outside of being the female Renisha on the big stage everywhere worldwide? Is there something else you got a list that you're trying to knock off? Or you're trying to accomplish like stuff I want to get to, or what's kind of what what what's what's that that mountaintop for you look like? Um, my whole goal is Mississippi. Like, one of my goals is I want to have property in all eighty two counties. I don't care if it's just a half an acre or an acre. I want to have property in all eighty two counties, right? Um, I want to be able to leave something for my children. We don't realize how important it is to set our children up for the future, and it's mm -hmm. one of them we're still working off generations who weren't taught that. You know, our parents, you know, like my dad passed away in September, right? Last mm -hmm. September. Um, it was one of those, yeah, you know, you can leave insurance money, but 
I wish my dad would have left me some property or left me something that, you know, something of value, something that could can can, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying steadily make some money off of it or, or draw some kind of value. So mm -hmm. when it's my time to go, my babies can, you know, reap the benefits. So right. that's one of the things that I'm really working on. Um, just ensuring that my four are straight, you know, making sure I'm straight, of course, but make sure my four are straight. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm 40. So. You know, I got about 40 more years and I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And them 40 years, I need to have made a lasting impact and mm -hmm. had some things set up. So, hey, by the time mine are, are 40, they're good to go. You know what I'm saying? My mm -hmm. grandbabies, good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of vibe. So that's what I'm on right now. And I just, and I really want to see all of us help each other as much as, much as possible. Like that's one thing I do admire about PWIs, alumni mm -hmm. groups or, you know, the their network they support each other mm -hmm. like you could come out and be like just just i just use an example you could put in the alumni group at one of them pwis hey you guys i'm looking to start a restaurant you know what i mean the people gonna be emailing hey how much you need i got this guy we can help you get this mm -hmm. i got this guy structure you know what i'm saying to where three to six months this person restaurant open and i'm yep. standing at the ribbon cutting like hi and we have to make it happen you know yeah, investors all this stuff yeah we can yep True. but for us is well i mean Mm -hmm. How you trying to open something? You ain't got no money. Mm -hmm. Well, I ain't got it right now. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? But it's one of them. At the same time, you'll go support other businesses. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like the thing right. that always gets me is, and I and I gotta be funny. I mean, you remember me from the yours. You know, I'm still yeah. silly. It's the like in my industry, right? I always get people. Well, if I go buy the food, can you just cook it for me? Let me break something down to your audience right now, as far Let's as from chef and caterer's point of view. Let's go. Don't think y'all gonna pay us and we buy this food and then we just cook it and that's all you do. You have to pay for the product and the you have service. to pay for my services. Mm -hmm. Like it, 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 it drives me mad to hear people say, "Well, I know somebody with some stamps, so I could just buy the food." And I sit there and be like, "So do y'all go to these other restaurants and say, hey, I got these groceries. Can y'all go make my dish back there for me?' And you know." bring it out to me like because that's basically mm -hmm. what you're saying it's like going to a major steakhouse and you want mm -hmm. filet mignon and lobster and all that but you're gonna go buy it and they supposed <laughs> and to bring it and bring it with and you, like, bring hey, it out there to you and not pay just leave a tip that's it <laughs> and then they don't do that you know what i'm saying so i right. just want to get that out to people like y'all have to understand this is our job so when we're quoting you these prices don't go to looking at us like, oh, they too high, they this and that, because you're not understanding. We got to go shop for the ingredients. Mm -hmm. We have to prepare the ingredients. We have to cook the ingredients. Mm -hmm. We have to serve those ingredients to you. We also have to clean up after ourselves. That's a lot going on. And then a lot of y'all will come there and want us to literally serve y'all the food. So y'all want us to stand back there, cook it, and then serve too. And a lot of us, we got teams for that. Like me, I got servers. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You got to pay them. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's the fact of, and I'm learning that now because I used to really lowball myself that a lot. Business. Yeah, your no, your time is your I'm learning that now. Like, look, my time is precious. You got to the point yep. where now when you book me to book your date, you gotta pay me. Because yep. I'm not gonna play with you. We're not gonna put this date down and you come tell me something on down the line, you know, or yeah, I'm like fat Joe. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Hey, like that's it's real. over that's with. It. I learned my worth. Like, look at me, I'm on interviews right now. So right. It's going up. Yeah, it's, it's going up. Stop going so up. So I just wanted to put that out there to people. Like, 
y'all gotta stop treating us like that in this food industry because yeah. there's a lot that comes behind this. Like that's even when you go to a restaurant, tip them people. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person where my server could be garbage, mm -hmm. but that one tip could could change their life because you know why? They probably was already in their feelings anyway. That person probably came to work and don't know no, how they no. get back home from work. You know, it mm -hmm. could, I've worked with people where it was just even just giving them a cigarette. Just for them to make enough tips just to buy them a pack of cigarettes just to get through mm -hmm. the day that made their day. So for me, being in that industry, being front of the house and back of the house, mm -hmm. I, I was a bartender and all that at Ruby Tuesday. Everybody, I think in, in, mm -hmm. you came from all point and you didn't work at Ruby Tuesday. Anyways, um, so I've been on the front of the house and I've been in the back of the house. And I would say that part too, man, tip them people. Because like I said, your server might be giving you terrible service because they're having a bad day. But that one ten dollars, that one twenty dollars you give them, like I've even had somebody tip me a hundred dollars before. Mm -hmm. Like, I just loved your personality. You checked on us. Who do I walk? So I said it to say this: the service industry is not what people think it is. You know, they think, hey, you know, you just come in there and sit down and eat your food, and they bring you your food and refill your drinks. No, it's a lot with that. Yeah. Because you got to sit there and remember those orders. Mm -hmm. Then you got to relate that to the kitchen. Now with the kitchen, you got to make sure that's quality. You see what I'm saying? So I just wanted to share that with your audience, like. Yeah, don't sure. take people like us for granted you know what i'm saying like the service industry is a major part like even with fast food like sometimes those babies they probably having a bad day so they probably on the mic may i take your order me <laughs> when i pull up i'm like if i hear somebody like that like may i take your order can i help you i'm like well hey how are you uh, yeah i literally do like right there on the speaker hey how are you I'm fine. How are you? Good. I hope you're having a good day. So look, let me give blah blah blah. So then when I get up it there, changes and I'm everything. Money, your whole attitude different by the time it I is. get there to that window to pay you. To where when you getting ready to give me my food, well, we put you some extra fries in the bag, or you know, inside a medium cup. So we gave you a large. That you never it. know. So I'm just people have to understand. You got to give people grace. And like I said, yep. especially in the service industry, we are really treated like the help. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whether it's like I said, fast food to fine dining to even private service we're really treated like the help mm -hmm. and people don't realize how essential we actually are but then this is another form of ultimate service people don't realize i mean to be in the service industry or serve other people you got to be a special person you got to have empathy you got to have communication skills it is very crucial but yeah definitely i mean it's, and to stick it out because some people don't make it a day in the business or oh, they quit the same day they come they leave they, they don't make it so that's definitely some uh, and again that shouts to you and it's it's a lot of people in that business. So, yeah, it's good to be put out there. So, um, at the end of every show, I'm going to ask you this. So, in basketball, right, hear me. And we call it triple threat where you can dribble, pass, or shoot the basketball. Those are three things, right? But I ask all my mm -hmm. guests, though, in general, for, for yourself or whoever may be watching, new listeners, whoever else, just give me three things that people who may not know Chef or who may, may have known you 20 years ago, but now who you are. Give me three things that you kind of hang your hat on, how you carry yourself, who wants you to be remembered by, something like that. Give me some three, like, lasting imprint things that you kind of – go by daily that people know okay that's that's chef i know who she is that's what she stand by she stand on um for one integrity okay um my integrity is way better now like it used to be a lot of things i'd be like if that you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying whatever now it's like i focus on doing my due diligence at all times so integrity number one um my personality has changed um I'm, I'm actually being who I am now, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, how your mom used to like, always say, you need to know how to act in public, you mm -hmm. know, and I used to always wonder how was that, you know, how, how am I supposed to be in public when now I realize being yourself is the best way to be. So I will say, um, mm -hmm. my personality is different. Like 
I think before I speak a lot more now. I think before I act a lot more, you know, especially 20 years ago on the yard. But what's what's thinking? We didn't even know what that like we only yeah. we only used our brain in class, you know what I'm saying? That's so it. and half the time we didn't do that. Um <laughs> but uh thirdly, um I guess it'll be more so personal, like I'm learning to love myself more. Like, you know, going through a divorce, it makes you realize how valuable you should be to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for me, like my whole mission now, that's why I said this is a little personal. For me now, I'm learning how to date. You know what I'm saying? And and not get in the in the zone where, you know, you get complacent with somebody mm-hmm. or you know, everything starts to get stagnant. So for me personally, I'm really growing as a woman. I'm learning to love myself. Like I'm I'm learning the value of my own company. Like I'm a turn up by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really lit by myself. Um, and that's one thing, especially being single, you have to learn because that's a lot of times how we fall victim to a lot of these dead end relationships because we don't know how to not be alone. We always feel like we have to have somebody. Like mm-hmm. we gotta be with somebody. Like even with functions, well, I gotta have a date. Well, I'm I not going by myself. No, I'm going by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, well, they got this R&B concert. <clears throat> I don't have a date. Well, you know what? I'm going to go listen to some R&B by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say that for me, I have really grown as a woman. And most definitely being 40 years old, it's a lot of things I look back 20 years ago like, God, dog, that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now it's like you don't, you don't tolerate certain things. So I will mm-hmm. say a lot of me have grown spiritually you know what i'm saying um again like loving myself i keep stressing that because a lot of people don't love themselves the way they think they do because mm-hmm. like i said there's joy in being in your own company because mm-hmm. there's things that you can process about yourself you know what i'm saying that you can't process when you got somebody attached to you you can't you can't process when you're going from relationship to relationship to relationship mm-hmm. so you know that's one thing that i have really grown to love about myself that I know how to enjoy myself now. So, hey, whenever it is time for my king, I know what I need to do because, for one, I'm not going to be looking for something that I can't offer. I got to get into my sisters real quick. Let me throw that in real quick. Sisters, please. And this is go for fellas too, but sisters, we got to stop giving standards that we can't meet. We can't say we want a six-figure man, but we barely making five. You know what I'm saying? We can't say we want this fine, athletic, built man, but we got foopas and big backs. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we have to stop setting these standards that yeah. we can't reach. So, again, with the triple threat, that, that goes in the personally with me. Yeah. I can't be looking for something from somebody that I can't offer. Oh, yeah, so. that's what's, yeah, you hit it on the head. Real quick, though, please give out your information, like where people can follow you at. Because, you know I mean, I want the people to still follow you, tap in. Watch episodes, tune in with you, get you booked, whatever. Give us give us information out right now, please. Okay, so on Facebook, um, it is you can follow my professional page. I don't really like too many people following my personal page because I'm a fool. So I, you know, I gotta separate the two. So um, <laughs> if you want some comedy, you want a good time, you can follow me at A R R and then C E E on Facebook. That's R C. Or you can go to my professional page, which is Chef underscore Renisha. Um, that's C H E F underscore R A N E I S H A. Or you can follow me on Instagram, same way, Chef underscore uh, Renisha. Twitter is just Chef Renisha put together. Snapchat, Chef underscore Renisha. 
Um, if you want to book me, my website is www.chefrenisha.com. See, I market myself. You got to keep that name out there. Um, I'm always available. Um, if you need to shoot me a phone call, my line is 601-740-0335. Um, what else? Oh, email, chefrenisha at gmail.com. Everything is Chef Renisha. You'll be able to find me, and that's R-A-N-E-I-S-H-A. So and also what I'm gonna do is of course when we drop the episode, I'm gonna put all the stuff in the bot in the in the bios in the description. I'm gonna get her to send me all that in one clip so I can copy and paste that. That's a lot of information. So send me that information. I'm gonna copy and paste it and put it out there for sure. So I want to make sure we get that information out there. Um again, best of luck to you in, in all the endeavors, but uh keep doing what you're doing. But now I know I got the connection now, so I'm I'm definitely excited about that. We got some things we'll talk about offline for sure. And um, right. just keep doing what you're doing because I mean it's just about the support system and uh why not? Why not you? You know, I definitely want to better say, I, I mean, I already know, I, I can now say I know her now, but also, no, I want to make sure we, we know her up here. Like, you, you get right. booked, booked See, that, you, you want to take them flights. You knew me. You know yes. what I'm saying? We, we, yeah, we was there. You knew me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I think is, it's, it's just so dope to see everybody making the moves, though, man. Everybody, why are you so inspired? Yeah. Everybody in my school doing dope stuff. I'm like, why not, man? Y'all don't understand. When we started, where we had, it ain't the same. We didn't came not through so much, been through so much, and kind of, and we leveled as a group, as as a school, as a community, it's like, bro, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, it's like I say, it's internal. It ain't just something I think it was a one-time thing. Like, nah, I mean, I know I'm glad to see people doing what they want to do and be successful and changing the world or changing the environments. Like, to me, that's just that's inspiring. But also, it's like, okay, I got to keep going. My my classmate killing. I got I got to step up my game. It's that friendly, like that that competition, that iron sharper iron thing right now, which is definitely dope. And then again, the resources, man. If I can be a resource or if I know somebody, please believe it. That's what that's why I'm doing this right here too. So. And yeah. I would love to call us all Knights Diamonds, right? Because yeah. we we came we came from the bottom. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and that's what you were saying earlier in the interview. Like, what we survived out there on that campus. Yeah. Like, if you if you didn't survive out there, you can't survive in life. If people, it was like, man, your school in the, no, we're not in the city. You got to drive off a of two lane. What's well, four now? But you it's four now. Up, <laughs> I don't know how seven, eight, nine, ten minutes up the, just to get to. And then Bama schools right there. It was like I was like, man, it's not like you just drive off the airport and get to go to the those take two three turns. Now nah, you gotta take a little ride to get out there to the reservation out there, man. You gotta it's, come it's out different. there. I say y'all, it's different living out there. That's why it, that's why we are who we are. But um, I appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck going forward, everybody. Please follow Chef Renisha on all her platforms, all her everything. Um, support, man. You, you need to get booked. You better book it because the price is gonna go up. Because the price is gonna go up. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go up. So lock it in, man. Y'all heard it here first with, with the Chef Renisha, Coach JT, 94 feet Coach JT. We out. Peace. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.